Hello, I'm Stephen Mansfield. Welcome to Derek Prince Legacy Radio. Derek Prince Legacy Radio, a broadcast outreach of Derek Prince Ministries, bringing you the very best from the vast teaching archive of author and Bible teacher Derek Prince. Your guide to the Derek Prince Legacy is New York Times best-selling author and speaker Stephen Mansfield. Well, hello to you on this Monday. Thanks for joining us here at Derek Prince Legacy Radio. Uh, we are in the eighth week of a 10-week series by Derek Prince called Laying the Foundation. And I'll tell you what, it has been marvelous, really helping us lay our foundations, really getting our doctrine straightened out, really imparting power to our lives. If you've missed any of it, go on to DerekPrince.org. You can listen to it as often as you like and make these truths your own. Now, today, Derek is going to be talking to us about At the End of Time. Hmm. Let's listen to this. Now we have two remaining doctrines, very exciting ones. The resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. But before I do those, I plan to do them in the next two sessions. I want to do this one on a theme that I've called at the end of time. Because you have to understand that when we come to these final two doctrines, they take us out of time and into eternity. And that is one of their important functions, that we should not focus only on this life. I find so many Christians today only think in terms of what God will do for them in this life. But that's just a tiny fraction of all that God has for us. I want to read a scripture from Revelation chapter 10. I have to be very careful because with my background in philosophy, I can sometimes get taken over by certain thoughts. Uh, This speaks in Revelation 10 verses 5 and 6 of an angel who lifted up his hand and swore by him who lives forever and ever, that's God, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, the sea and the things that are in it. There should be time no longer. Now all your versions will say there shall be no more delay, which may be the correct meaning. But what the scripture actually says is, there shall be no more time. And we are coming to a point, sooner or later, in every one of our lives, when there will be no more time. Somebody has said, the clock behind all clocks is the human heart. And when the human heart ceases to beat, all clocks cease to tick. And each of us individually, passes out of time into a new realm, an eternal realm. And remember, eternity is not just a very long period of time. It's a total different realm of being, one that we can scarcely understand. And I really appreciate the statement, the mystery that God has created, because time is a mystery. Uh, This is something that I was deeply involved in as a philosopher more than 50 years ago, but it appeals to me because the Bible says it so clearly. Time is a mystery. Physicists tell us that if some scientists could get on board a spaceship that travels maybe at half the speed of light, visit some distant planet or star and come back, by their time they would have been two weeks on the journey. But by Earth's time it would have been two generations. And when they come back, they'd meet their great-grandchildren. That boggles our minds, doesn't it? See, time is a mystery. Let me say something else about the measurement of time. As we understand it, it depends on a human observer. 
For instance, a scientist might say, well, because of the accumulation of a certain deposit on a certain stone or in a certain valley or whatever it might be, or the accumulation of atomic dust, we believe that one million years have passed. And I could say, well, I, I believe that too, but I believe it happened one million times faster than you say. So only one year passed. Now, there would be no difference whatever in the evidence. In other words, it's the input of a personal observer that makes time what it is. And I'm content to say it's a mystery. But bear in mind, one day we're going to pass out of time into eternity. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18 speak about the difference between the eternal and the temporary. Second Corinthians 4, verses 17 and 18. Paul says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. And when you think of all that Paul went through, when he speaks about a light affliction, my dear brother and sister, what are you worrying about? What have you got to compare with that? <laughs> Don't tell us about your deep afflictions till you've measured yourself by Paul. Or don't let me speak about my afflictions. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Always bear that in mind when you're under pressure. It's doing something for you. It's working for you a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Now in the Hebrew language, the word for weight and the word for glory are essentially the same. So Paul is thinking as a Jew in Hebrew, he's speaking about a weight of glory which God is preparing for us. And then he says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Now bear that in mind, affliction only works good in your life while you keep your eyes on the eternal. If you take your eyes off the eternal and just focus on your problems and start to feel sorry for yourself, your affliction is not doing you any good. It only works for you, for us, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. More to come as Derek Prince Legacy Radio continues. Coming to faith in Jesus Christ is a life-changing process. One that lays a stable foundation upon which you can build a whole new life. In his book, At the End of Time, Derek Prince helps you lay that foundation. You'll learn the biblical steps to strengthen your faith and move into your life in Christ with power and certainty. As a companion to this special radio series, we want to send you a copy of Derek's book, At the End of Time, free and postage paid. Call 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, 888-737-0771. Build a strong foundation. 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, 888-737-0771 or visit us online at DerekPrince.org. So Paul puts before us two different realms. The realm of what is visible, what is physical and material, and what is temporary. The realm of what is invisible, what is spiritual, and what is eternal. And remember, everything that we encounter in this life, in the stream of time, is temporary. And we are headed for something that's eternal. Very important to bear that in mind. I read just recently in a little devotional book that Ruth and I share, 
Very simple statement. It said, we live in a fallen world. And I said to myself, that is true. And if we are objectively honest in the world as we know it today, there's much more misery than there is happiness. There's much more strife than there is peace. There's much more sickness than there is health. Don't let's be painting a pity picture of the world because it's not like that. We live in a fallen world, a world that has been marred through and through, corrupted, tainted by sin, and that's where we are. And thank God our final destiny is not in this world. Paul said something which has really impacted me in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19. I've thought about so many of the Christians I meet. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men the most to be pitied. Ponder that for a moment. If all you're expecting from Christ is in this life, you are of all the most pitiable. And yet I meet so many Christians who seem to be totally preoccupied with what happens in this life. And their concept of Christianity is getting something from God in this world that is absolutely alien to the picture of the New Testament. And so it is very, very healthy for us to be pressured by the Holy Spirit into considering the end of time and the beginning of eternity in the life of each one of us. In Hebrews 13 verse 14, the writer says, We have no continuing city here, but we look for the one which is to come. Now, is that true of you? Where is your permanent life? Is it in this world? Or do you realize that this is only temporary? We're just, as they say, passing through. Our permanent destination is in eternity. If you only can see the things of time and eternity, you will be an unhappy person. You'll be a frustrated person. You'll be always complaining. Things aren't going the way I want. God isn't answering my prayers. The reason is you have the wrong perspective. You have to look from the point of view of eternity. I've come to this conclusion that God will not sacrifice the tiniest portion of eternity for the greatest length of time. Because time is not permanent, eternity is. And I would ask you, how much are you building in your own life for eternity? Scripture says that God has given us, through wisdom, in the book of Proverbs, enduring riches. I've spent a lot of time saying to myself, what are enduring riches? They're not money in a bank, they're not stocks and shares, they're not the fancy car we drive, or the home we live in, or the swimming pool. None of those are enduring riches. What are enduring riches? Well, Jesus said, sell what you have and give to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. That's enduring riches. Jesus said, whatever you give to the cause of the gospel, God will give back a hundredfold in eternity. That's 10,000%. How many businessmen would turn down the opportunity of 10,000%? And then one more thing, which to me is very important. Our gifts will cease when life ends. All our spiritual gifts, our prophecy, our miracles, our words of knowledge, they'll come to an end. We will not take them with us. They're only for this world, only for time. But one thing we will take with us, you know what that is? Our character. Character is permanent. And what we are in our character will determine what we will be throughout eternity. That's lasting, enduring riches, the building of a pure, strong, godly Christian character. 
You know, it's not really easy to do what Derek's described. We are citizens of this world. We live according to natural laws in this world. We live according to the systems of men. But we're also citizens of the kingdom of God, a spiritual world. And we know that this world's going to end, that our lives are going to end. And so living in terms of that and living in terms of the power of the world to come, that's the art of the Christian life. This is going to be a great week. Don't miss a day of it. Hey, that's all the time we have for now. For everyone at Derek Prince Ministries, I'm Stephen Mansfield. Join us again tomorrow as the legacy continues. For more information about anything heard on today's program, give us a call at 800-448-3261. That's 800-448-3261. In Canada, call 888-737-0771. Derek Prince Legacy Radio is produced by Derek Prince Ministries in association with Audio Aviators. Visit us securely online at derekprince.org.